All right. Hey, what's going on, everybody in Shark Territory? Happy Memorial Day. Um, good evening as well. Uh, thank you for joining me for a very special edition of the Shark City Podcast. We are broadcasting live out of San Jose, California, the heart of Sharks Territory. And uh, this show is going to pretty much be a live reaction to the 2023 Western Conference Finals from the perspective of a San Jose Sharks fan. I'm not going to spend too much time um, you know, hyping up the Dallas Stars or the Vegas Golden Knights um, or the Florida Panthers, to say the least. But I will just say this. First and foremost, congratulations to both the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights on advancing to the Stanley Cup Finals. I am not going to be um, one of those fans. And if you are, you know, hey, a lot of fans detest Vegas. I get it. Um, but I will show, you know, respect when it is uh, due and earned. And, um, you know, that's all I want to say. Like I said, I'm not going to, um, you know, hype up any of the squads. Um, I know a lot of you fans out there feel some type of way, especially because Joe Pavelski, um, again, did not get an opportunity to raise the cup. But it is what it is. All right. So with that being said, um, let me just quickly preview this evening's live stream. Um, the topics for this evening are going to be that the Sharks go green. Um, you would only be aware of this if you were perhaps in the Facebook groups or if it was shared in your subreddit um, or if you were on Twitter like we are at Shark City Hockey. Uh, but the Zanzi Sharks decided to go green for the Western Conference Finals and uh, they had joined an alliance with the Dallas Stars. Okay. Again, this is going to be a reaction, okay, and a recap of the Western Conference Finals from the perspective of a San Jose Sharks fan, all right? Not all Sharks fans, just this one. Uh, but, yeah, San Jose Sharks go green. They form an alliance with the Dallas Stars. I don't know what it is with the Sharks this season. Why are they trying to be the Dallas Stars? I just don't get it. From the whole, you know, Seals throwbacks, which everybody knows that that is part of the Stars' history, whether you like it or not, whether, you know, uh, you want to pay homage to the region, I get it. But again, I used the analogy in the past. It'd be like if uh, the 49ers decided to have a mocked up Raider jersey with the Niner logo on it to be like we're honoring the Bay Area history here. Anyways, I digress. Um, so, yeah, I just I know that, you know, the whole sentiment is Pierre DeBoer and Joe Pavelski. All right. So. I just don't understand it. Again, this is a reaction. I'm going to gather my thoughts to, so I can spit it out as clearly and logical as possible. But this is how I feel. Okay, number one, the Sharks fired Peter. They fired Peter DeBoer. Number two, Joe Pavelski walked from the team. Regardless of how you feel for said players that may have been soaking up said available cap space or the fact that he may have not gotten the years that he wanted, Nonetheless, Joe Pavelski decided to walk away from the San Jose Sharks. He decided to stay a Dallas star. Okay. That's where he wants to be. And why not? Two opportunities already, right? To, you know, knocking at the door to Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, power to him. I'm not trying to hate. I'm just simply saying that it's time to move on. That's all I'm going to get at. It's time to move on. Um, so, with that being said, I don't understand it. I don't understand it why the San Jose Sharks. Um, and again, no amount for me, no amount of support for ex players 
should would ever warrant, in my opinion, it should it should never warrant the team to dishonor its colors and pose as another team. I know I'm, you know, a lot of people say, like, "Oh, you're taking it too seriously," and you know, try having some fun. You know, I get it. You know, all these, you know, kind of um, zingers, if you will, to kind of like uh, lessen the impact of the fact that you essentially have a franchise like being like the mini me of another franchise. Uh, pardon all the uh, ambience here as you hear SJ Barkey around here. Anyways, again, this is live and happy Memorial Day. Um, so again, I understand, you know, uh, ex-player, ex-coach, um, some some fans out there are trying to say as if, um, you know, some of the history is now water under the bridge. I don't understand that sentiment either. I think that's pushing it. I think that's a um, cap, in my opinion. Because, uh, again, I know, okay, for those of you who are not aware, let me just take a couple of step backs, okay, before I sound like I'm speaking all over the place. The mascot of the Dallas Stars via Twitter asked the San Jose Sharks for some support from the fan base and, you know, you know, <laughs> their followers on Twitter, I guess. And, you know, it, and they, they did, they did so in the fact that you know pavelski and the boar in the past are down three to one of vegas we already know the story right the same song the same whatever from the past game seven essentially it was the stars way of trying to i don't know perhaps get some of that game seven uh, luck i don't i really don't know the expression but essentially via social media the mascot was hoping that by some way the sounds of sharks and their fans getting behind the stars because of the fired coach the boar and the ex-captain who walked away from the team pavelski um just because they were in the same scenario with the sharks in the past you get you get on getting that all right so i get i get it i understand cheering for other for other for other players excuse me, for other teams, and I understand cheering for ex-players, but I do not understand why the team would ever change their colors. Now, maybe it's just a diehard Sharks fan inside of me, but uh, the way I feel about the Sharks colors is that the till, you know, like, like the Sharks colors, should, they should never be, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I, I, I don't think, okay, this is all I'm going to say, right? I don't think, like, I don't care if it's Vegas or not. The team, or no team, not just our team, but no team should ever smear their own colors to build hype against a divisional rival. That's just my opinion. All right, take it as you will. I know I'm all over the place here, sound a little flustered, but it's really confusing to see the San Jose Sharks, who, with all due respect, have a deeper, more bitter rivalry with the Dallas Stars go and essentially be their, you know, sidekick. And for what? For Joe Pavelski? Again, I know some of y'all fans out there are going to love, quote-unquote, Captain America until the day he retires. And most of y'all feel that he is, that he will have his own number eight number uh, excuse me, um, retirement ceremony and have his jersey number hanging right there amongst Marlowe's and then more than likely Thornton's, right? But again, why? And I am, pardon me if I sound flustered, but I do not understand why you would change your colors that way. That just makes no sense, okay? Now, perhaps it's an attempt to get Sharks Twitter trending again. 
But again, it's pretty lean to watch my squad bow down to another team, change their profile pick, and act as if they did something in the playoffs. That's what really irks me here. You know, I was trying to be soft with it and try to build it up, but that's just really what really irks me here is, you know, whether the Sharks are trying to rewrite their own history or rewrite history, you know, with the rivalry between Dallas or with, you know, um, the fact with their connections to the Seals, you know, with the whole reverse retro or, um, <sighs> I mean, this is what I think of, right? I think of Mike McDonald. I think of Brett Hull. I think of Eddie, the Eagle Belfour. I think of all of those times that the Dallas Stars have been our like arch nemesis in the postseason. And I also think about that famous fourth overtime game. Obviously, the Sharks were not on the, you know, they're on the bitter end of that one. But you get the point. So the fact now, maybe it's just because I've been a Sharks fan so long, but the fact that I'm seeing this is to me absurd. Um, but my bad. It just feels like personally, they're trying to salvage your decision with the reverse retro jersey. Sounds crazy, but I invite you to join the conversation if you know if you're bold enough. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I just I don't understand it. I really don't. Um I feel like it's a stretch. I feel like the Sharks are probably trying to like, again, really trying their best to try to stretch the connection between the two franchises. I think, again, uh, this might stem from their decision to go with the reverse retro with the history that belongs to the Stars. It is what it is. But then also, you know, I just feel like it's the sound of the Sharks trying to, and I get it, you know, it's supposed to be fun, but I feel like it's like they're trying to be like, we did something in these playoffs, and it's just they're not even contending. So the fact that they are turning their logo with the colors of Dallas Stars to me is just blasphemous. Um, again, I'm just reacting. This is my opinion. I know a lot of Sharks fans out there, you know, they love the gesture, and they're all about that hype. If you are one of those or if you feel kind of similar to how I feel, uh, by all means, share your thoughts in the comment section. We are going live right now on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. doesn't matter which platform you're on. We will get it here, and um, you know we'll share it, and we'll have a discussion. But, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, maybe maybe for me, again, I've been a Sharks fan so long, this is taboo to me. Uh, but, I don't know, maybe for some of you Sharks fans who maybe started following the squad in, like, the last five years or less, you know, maybe this is not, like, you know, no harm, no foul. Um, so... You know, you let me know what you think in the comment section um, live or, you know, whenever you get to watching this video or listening to the audio version of this podcast. All right. So we're going to be moving along forward because, you know, we have still quite the um, topics to cover here. So, uh, again, if you missed it really quick, just to summarize it, Stars mascot asked the Sharks fans and the Sharks Twitter specifically for some support because, you know, Vegas, right? F Vegas, as they say. And um, in response, the Sharks decide to go the extra step and the extra mile and change their teal to Dallas Green. And then on top of that, they go and change their profile pic to an, a picture that was um, an artistic piece, I guess you, you will say, that the Dallas Stars provided via online on Twitter of an otter, uh, number 27, obviously the ties to Marshmint Sun, um, you know, with a shark wearing a Dallas Stars hat. And, you know, the Sharks decided, hey, this is so awesome. We're going to make this our main profile pick on Twitter anyways. So that's what all the jazz is about. That's what all the, you know, the the hype has been about for the past couple of days here in Sharks territory. And I, I, I dig it. I You know, it gets us talking, gets me talking, gives me some content to, you know, kind of, um, you know, respond to, I guess. 
But um, changing your colors to the green, in my opinion, is a little bit too far. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Um, maybe the otter and the sharks, you know, maybe that should have came first. And, um, you know, the fact that it came from Dallas perhaps is appropriate because it's the one asking for the support. But for the sharks to change their primary logo with the green background, I don't know. That makes me feel some type of way. All right, moving on. Y'all probably tired of listening to me cry, listening to my teal tears. It is what it is. Uh, let's talk about the Las Vegas rivalry. Lost Vegas rivalry. Now, this right here, I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Trigger warning. This episode is going to rub Sharks fans some type of way. I already know because I stand on the side of fans who, one, don't care about the fact that, you know, I don't care about Pavelski. I don't. Not to say that I don't appreciate his contributions as a Shark. I just don't care about, you know, I don't care about him enough after he had left the team to be like, yeah, <laughs> go Stars. I just don't. It is what it is. You know, nothing against the Stars. I just... You know, and nothing personally against Pavelski. It's just again, I'm one of those fans. It's like, hey, he made his choice. He left the team. All right, it is what it is. Um, I'm also one of those fans who feel like you know the Vegas rivalry is a little bit over overhyped in my opinion, but also it may even be irrelevant at this point. I know it sounds crazy, but hear hear me out. All right. Um, for me, I feel like the the rivalry between the Sharks. And Vegas may have potentially been lost the moment the Sharks jumped on the bandwagon with the Dallas Stars. Right there. That's just the facts. That's just the truth. All right. Whether you like it or not, hey, I'm don't don't shoot the messenger, all right? I'm just delivering to you what some of us fans feel out there. I mean, that's just the facts. Again, I'm gonna say this one more time. There should be no instance. When a team should smear their own colors to build hype against a divisional rival. In other words, there should be no reason why the Sharks are becoming. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it again, but I will compare this one more time to our local football teams, our past local football teams, since the Raiders are in Vegas now. Um, but this would be like, again, if the 49ers decided to wear silver and black, they changed their profile picture to silver and black with their primary logo. If like, the Raiders met the Rams in the Super Bowl because, you know, the Rams are the divisional rival, right? It just makes no sense. Anyways. Um, but, hey, a universal truth is Sharks fans detest the Golden Knights. You know what I mean? It, it's just the facts. A lot of fans out there detest the Golden Knights. doesn't matter what it is. And give them any reason, and they'll, they will be right on board for detesting the Golden Knights. Uh, most likely, in my opinion, it's because... There's a popular opinion that the NHL favors Vegas and the fact that their inspection draft allowed them to build a Stanley Cup contender in their inaugural season. Uh, I think that makes fans feel some type of way, especially in Sharks territory. Um, also, in said inaugural season, Vegas eliminated the Sharks in the Western Conference semifinals. So, you know, that one stinged. I remember that. It's it's stung to be eliminated by an expansion team. So, yeah. Um, you know, for the Sharks fans, at least for our experience early on, the Vegas Golden Knights, it, has, it wasn't very favorable. Uh, now, you know, the following season, the two teams met in the first round of playoffs, and as far as fans were concerned, it was the redemption tour for the Sharks, and the Sharks handled and beat Vegas in Game 7. You all know the story. So, you know... 
said game seven is when Pavelski went down. I don't know why they're calling it a controversial call. And they're calling it the controversial call in the national broadcast today on um, the Western Conference uh, semifinals. I mean, excuse me, uh, Western Conference finals game between uh, Vegas and Dallas. They're saying the Vegas Golden Knights lost a controversial game to the Sharks. No, 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 not at all. Um, what they did to Pavelski and what had happened as a result, I think that's a five-minute major in any game. It doesn't matter, playoffs or not. Um, anyways, back to the point. Um, all that to say is I understand the animosity that Sharks fans have toward Vegas Golden Knights because they did that to our ex-captain. All right. Um, but I have to ask, you know what I'm saying? Is that rivalry relevant enough for the team to change its colors and jump on a bandwagon with the Dallas Stars? All right. That's all I got to ask. Like, seriously. I mean, Joe Pavelski is no longer on the team. Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves are no longer on the squad. So that rivalry has gone, you know, that aspect of it. And from what I've read, Vegas fans don't even consider San Jose a rivalry because, and I quote, sharks haven't been competitive for most of the night's existence, end quote, (laughs) which brings up a good point. I think sharks only have seven regular season wins against Vegas. So is this rivalry real or is it just one that exists amongst fans on social media? Seriously, I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) All jokes aside, this rivalry strikes me as one that stems out of spite. Uh, Perhaps for how successful this new squad has been in our division uh, in such a short amount of time. And again, I'm not trying to make this sound like I'm loving Vegas here. It's just I seriously want to know, is the rivalry so deep so hasty. So I mean, I, I'm running out of words to describe like any type of reason to validate us changing our primary color to Dallas green. I know sounds absurd, but sounds like sharks understand, man. You know, shark sharks fans bleed till. And again, I understand some you know cheering for another team or cheering for next player, but that was a serious that what the sharks did on Twitter was a five minute major. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You know, perhaps we're holding on to the last uh, best thing that happened to the fan base, you know, that game seven. Um, but yeah, um, it's tough. If you haven't seen it on Twitter already, um, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights social media team is already, um, you know, talking that smack, talking that trash, you know, chirping the sharks like we kind of do here um, occasionally, but all in good fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, And just, again, you know, just trying to provoke some thoughts and also share the truth of some of us other Sharks fans out there, um, you know, who don't align with, you know, going green, if you will, with the sounds of Sharks. All right. Anyways. So, yeah. You know, it's a good time to catch my breath because um, I don't want to be steaming here. We are going to, end this episode um with aiden hill um more about that in just a moment i want to take a quick um break and um you know here's a quick word from some of the sponsors of the show uh marion james and this is the shark city podcast live reaction recap and it's raw right here on twitter facebook and instagram stay right there i'll be right back 
hey, let me take a minute to put you up on some game, all right? It's a good time to start being wise with your spending, especially when everything around us continuously gets more expensive. And one of the best ways to be conscious with your spending is to be selective about the products you purchase. Rather than chasing name brands, look for products that deliver the same quality at the best price. All right, let me put you up on some more game. If you love to listen to music and podcasts as much as I do, chances are that you've been through your fair share of headphones and earbuds. And if you're like me, there's a chance that you may have had to unexpectedly replace some of those headphones or earbuds. So where am I going with this? I'd like to share with you this great find that you shouldn't sleep on, the Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price, and I love this. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. They offer buy now, pay later options. Like literally right now you can get some headphones or earbuds for as low as 18 bucks at checkout. Now Raycon has had over 50,000 five-star reviews, so you don't have to take my word for it. You can go and see what author other customers are saying. But what I love about my Raycon is their eight hours of playtime, their water and sweat resistance. Hey, I like to stay active, right? And the custom gel tips for perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. All right, welcome back to the Shark City Podcast, a very special live edition. We are reacting to the 2023 Western Conference Finals experience as a San Jose Sharks fan, specifically um, a live event for this guy. <laughs> On you know, trying to cope with the Sharks, trying to be the mini Dallas Stars. Anyways, again, I just want to ask for those of you um, who are joining the um, the live uh, stream late. Is the rivalry against the Golden Knights, like, is it so relevant that the Sharks should be essentially bandwagoning another team? And... I mean, with all due respect, like for what? Like, are they even like? What does it say? Like the sharks? I mean, what? Is, what? What would it happen? Like, what would really happen? Let's just say, best case scenario for a lot of you out there, that Joe Pavelski and the Dallas Stars did rally back and advance to the Stanley Cup Finals after defeating the Vegas Golden Knights in Game Seven. What would occur? 
would would that mean that the Sharks done something in the Stanley Cup playoffs? I don't think so. That's just my opinion. Um, but don't let me be a downer. I know some of y'all trying to have some fun, especially in Sharks territory during this time of year after the fourth consecutive season of not making it to the playoffs. So I feel you. Um, with that being said, a lot of you out there are feeling some type of way because of the pretty recent success of former Sharks player Aiden Hill. A lot of you are asking, hey, if we're supposed to cheer for ex-Sharks players, why don't we cheer for the Knights? Because Hill's on that squad. Anyways, uh, that's a joke. But in all honesty, it's not it's not a new opinion on this program. I said it since the day we acquired Hill and he filed for arbitration. And when he wasn't even practicing throughout the whole, like practically the whole season last year, Aiden Hill did not want to be a Shark. It was pretty obvious. All right. Now, this past week, a tweet went viral for, you know, um, the trade compensation that the San Jose Sharks had got for Aiden Hill. It was um, a cap-friendly tweet that was um, retweeted, I guess, or quoted on Twitter about, um, you know, essentially the San Jose Sharks just getting a fourth-round pick for now Western conference champion goaltender Aiden Hill. Um, And I know some of y'all are probably thinking like, oh, great, here's another decision, et cetera, that reflects poorly on the Sharks. Or maybe some of you are feeling like, oh, um, you know, there's another, you know, brilliant move by our, you know, front office. But here's just the facts, all right? One, again, Aiden Hill didn't want to be a Shark. I firmly believe that whether you want, you know, take that the grain of salt, I care less if you agree. That's just my opinion. The Sharks also, in my opinion, received compensation for his trade value at the time of that trade. All right. When the transaction went through, Aiden Hill was barely even um, like staying healthy <laughs> all season. So the fact that the Sharks were able to get like a fourth round for a questionable goaltender, in my opinion, at the time of the transaction was a win. OK, um, I also do not believe that this is an indication of Aiden Hill having a better squad in front of him. Okay, so a lot of fans, especially in Sharks territory, are quick to uh, say that, oh, Aiden Hill is being so successful because of, you know, the guys who are playing hockey in front of him being the Golden Knights versus, you know, how how he didn't really get success because of the Sharks, right? I mean, come on. Um They also, uh, another opinion out there is also kind of, like, it's mockery, okay? It's sarcastic, I'm sure. But they're saying, like, oh, James Reimer, obviously, like, the Sharks have the better, you know, like, Aiden Hill essentially is, like, better than any of the goaltenders on the Sharks roster right now. And the proof being, you know, he's going to the Santa Cup Finals. Um, I don't think so. I'm not buying it. We have seen plenty of times throughout hockey history, especially in the playoffs, that some players rise to the occasion and have great, playoff performances right and the cause could be multiple factors such as being healthy at the right time being fresher than everybody excuse me being fresher than anybody or everybody on the ice or in many cases realizing your childhood dream of playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs and then going out there and putting on a clinic right um so yeah I want to remind everybody that Aiden Hill was practically injured all of last season so again for a goaltender that was questionable, I think the Sharks getting a fourth-round pick was pretty fortuitous at the time. Anyways, 
again, this is just my truth. Um, you know, drop what you feel in the comment section on YouTube or on Facebook or on Twitter, wherever, um, you know, you are enjoying this live reaction to the 2023 Western Conference Finals. Don't mean to tear the Sharks a new one. That's not the point of this. I'm just reacting and having fun in all honesty. Like, um, it was it was pretty entertaining to see the little uh, Twitter bromance, I guess you say, between um, the Sharks and the Stars. Um, I'm a little sus about it because, you know, the Sharks and the Stars are the, sh the Sharks in general have been trying to muddy the waters with, you know, their connections with the Stars this season. But also, again, I'm just a little irked because I don't care how much support another team asks for, especially if you have some deep rooted, um, you know, another deeply rooted rivalry right you do not change your colors to them anyways i'm done i'm done i'm gonna let it go i promise all right thank you to everybody who has enjoyed this program who is a uh, chimed in live uh, i know it's memorial day um so thank you for all those who decided to join and enjoy this program during the holiday i am aaron james that's my spiel that's my reaction to experiencing the Western Conference Finals as a San Jose Sharks fan. It's just my truth, baby. Share yours in the comment section at Shark City Hockey on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and all that jazz. Uh, once again, thank you all very much for joining me. I'm Aaron James. Uh, this is the Shark City Podcast, official podcast of Shark City Hockey, proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right. Till next time, uh, we'll probably get together when the Stanley cup is hoisted um, inviting you all to what may be a future therapy session for us. If the Vegas golden Knights end up winning their first cup, I'm going to be honest with you. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks to see this fan um, to see this, um, this, I, mean, I don't want to sound bitter and say this fan base, but to see this new team. Yeah. Cause you know, it's a fan base, you know, it's a fan base is cool. I and mean, it's cool for them, but to see, you know, for us as a fan base to see the, uh, this new squad make it to their second Stanley Cup final in six years, and we've only been there once in thirty plus. It, yeah, it, it sucks. I'm, I, I'll admit it. Okay, um, but it doesn't suck enough to make the dang primary logo Dallas green. And there, I'm done. All right, y'all have a great night. Love you all. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Aaron James. And that's been the Shark City Podcast. <laughs>